we, we started working alongside a lot of other brands. We started, you know, brands come together within this industry. You know, we started working with people like O'Neill. Uh, you know, we did things like Shortage Showdown. We were collabing with, you know, Animal doing, a, you know, brand takeovers at Snow Domes. And we just started working with brands. And that's when we were like, you know, we were doing, we were also doing work for them, helping them with designs and packaging and getting to market and sales and things like that from what we've learned. Cause we were just offering, we wanted to offer what we've learned to other people. So one of the things I find fascinating are the characteristics behind many different brands. Some of them are outgoing and energetic, some are a little bit more laid back. So in this podcast, we look to explore all the different characteristics, not only of the brand itself, its roots, its origins, but the people behind the brand. And is there a bit of a relationship between the characters of the people and the characters of the brand? Oh, I think we're recording. So good afternoon, good morning, and welcome wherever you are, and welcome to this episode of Legends of the Brand. And today we're speaking to Jim from Butter. Now, Jim, obviously we were chatting a few minutes beforehand, which is kind of cool. And um, so is it actually like, is it is it best to call it butter, shred and butter? I mean, how, how do we how do we want to kick this one off? The brat the, so if, if we're talking about the wax brand, the, the name is still there, it is butter. Okay. Um, but we've we've and we, so we used to have the two companies we had shred and butter and butter but now we've just created one one company so and, and that's it so you've called no, yourself now as <laughs> it's both still okay fair enough well anyway welcome aboard and uh as we go through the the next little while hopefully you can kind of walk us through your journey and everything like that and um i think it's kind of it's kind of fun because we were saying just beforehand as well that, uh, you know, we've, we've known each other for uh, a good portion of time, maybe eight I'd years? I'd say 10 years. Eight, 10 years, fair enough. Ten, I mean, I was, quite did seasons until I was 25, 26. Okay. Then I came back to the UK. So it must've been like 27, 28 when I met you and I'm 38 this year, so that's 10 God. years. <laughs> that's brilliant. We're getting old, Phil. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I have to I have to adjust the lighting to make sure that you know my hair's looking okay. Heaven forbid it yeah. turn around. <laughs> but yeah. um, cool. So um, anyway, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, so our connection goes back to um, uh, when you were working with with us at uh, at Snow and Rock, which was great. And at that time, you uh, were working. You did all sorts of things. The jack of all trades. You kind of fixed things. You did some work with us in, in the uh, in the workshops in terms of the ski repairs and and running all those things like like a, a well-oiled machine. And um, so from there, you obviously have then gone off. You've gone into massive adventures. And recently, you've obviously been on. Was it uh, Channel Four? Was it Channel Five? Channel Four. Well, yeah. Channel, Channel 4, Four with Johnny Vegas. So um, I I feel kind of like I'm I'm. In slight in in star starstruck slight slight awe. Uh, not starstruck. <laughs> I was only on it for four minutes. I think <laughs> it was more than I have. But uh, yeah, but you've, you've got you've got an amazing journey, and uh, you know you're currently doing all sorts of things. So um, so obviously I know you, which is kind of great. But I wonder if you perhaps might be able to uh, share with with people uh, a bit of your journey and your story in terms of how you've kind of got up to where you are and I'm sure there's gonna be a bit of a springboard from there because not only that there's things like Victoria's Secrets there's all the, the, the brands you currently work with and I've got a, a handful of questions you want to dive into but before we do that, the fact we've already mentioned the underwear brand yeah so far. yeah that's that's, man, that, that's important isn't it <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> we'll start with that one uh, so um, well, yeah first of all yeah were you a skier snowboarder I, I mean actually never knew that Snow, well, both. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I was a snowboarder. I, I started my life in the mountains as a snowboarder. And then, um, but during my seasons would ski as well, depending on who I was going out with up, mm -hmm. up the hill that day, you know. So I I saw the importance of both skiing and snowboarding because there was a certain place on the mountain you could go on skis and not snowboard and mm -hmm. things like that. So um, but, I'm a snowboarder at heart, but I, I can do both. Fair enough. So, so obviously you said you spent a bit of time doing some seasons. Uh, so let's let's go back to the beginning. You did a time in the seasons, did some seasons in the mountain, and you got bitten by the bug, 
and you came back to the UK and you started work in a snow in a ski shop. So take us from there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, my my snow sports life started in, in Val d'Isere and I did many seasons out there and you know worked as a ski tech uh out in the mountains and, and that's where I started to really kind of look into uh, the products we were using in within the workshop because you know if anyone's ever seen a, a, a mountains workshop it's it's no bigger than this little kind of porter office that I'm in now and you've got 1500 pairs of skis to get through in a weekend and you know you're you're really pushed to the limits of what your body can handle sort of thing which so it was actually quite a breath of, breath of fresh air when I came back to um to work at Stone Rock and I had was faced with this ginormous workshop with all the space in the world and these fantastic machines that were all working correctly and it was just like oh dreamy yeah. um so yeah no it was uh that's kind of where the journey started um uh and that's where sort of we, we us we met and uh and that's quite it was quite soon after that that butter uh, was born I guess it's uh, you know we, we created our sort of eco or you know greener snowboard ski wax um, because it was a product that we were you know we were using wax all day every day mm-hmm. and you know to compare it to anything else if you if you're around any type of chemical all day every day it starts to take its toll on the body mm-hmm. and, and it, it pushes you to limits you know for fatigue and tiredness so trying to go with something that was a lot better for the body mm. if you are kind of consuming some of the fumes of it was, was kind of our, what we wanted to achieve so mm. um, that's where the, it all sort of began yeah mm. and uh, I mean I think it's obviously a great story the, the, the brand itself I mean um, one of the things that really struck me was the fact that was, was your packaging because the package itself, I mean, so the brand is, you know, butter, B-U-T-T-A, um, but it was really unique because it obviously you had it made like a block of, of butter. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, to be honest, it was totally kind of accidental that like it, we, we didn't even have a name for it. This was, this wasn't a product that was designed, like made to go to market. It was never mm-hmm. meant to become a product. It was just for us to use. We wanted to make a greener wax. It didn't have a name, but we were using it and other people were using it that would, had tested it for us. And then everyone was like, oh, you, should, you should sell this. Like we should, we should, you know, we would buy it off you if you sort of do it. And I was like, wow, I'd never even thought about that. You know, I used to make skate wax as a kid, you know, in my yeah. mum's kitchen, but melting bars of soap and candles. <laughs> And it was just like that for me. It wasn't ever, it wasn't, a, oh, I've got a business idea. It was like, just, it was something I wanted just to achieve, you know? So, um, and the reason the name Butter came was because once you've waxed a, a ski or a board, and you, what, one thing that people always do is they kind of look down it like that. They go, oh yeah, it looks great. And it, you know, they sheen and it was like, it's like you've wiped it with butter. Um, oh, and that's where the name that. came from. It's like yeah. butter, but we didn't want to just go with normal, Butter. We wanted to mix up a bit, put an A on the end instead of an ER. So, um, and that's kind of why also we wanted that we had the fragrance in there mm. as well a little bit because, funny enough, people kind of go like that and they go, smells great. That's what it is. It's like quite nice to you know, have a workshop that smelled good rather yeah. than just a burnt candle. Like, you know, <laughs> normal wax just burns, doesn't smell good. So, mm. having a little bit of fragrance in there, it was just added to that effect. And we obviously sourced all the stuff uh, fairly local and everything like that. And, um, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you obviously set up a, I'm going to say a production line of some sort, but you, you made it all fairly locally and everything like that. Can you walk us through some of those things that you did? Yeah. So we, we literally started in dad's garage. It's where we started. We were, we were, you know, we were only making small batches. Mm-hmm. So we turned it into a little bit of a workshop, that garage. And then, um, we, you know, we'd be knocking up 50 bucks at a time. Um, but then we started to outgrow that uh, quite quickly, in fact. So we thought, well, let's get a unit. And then, you know, we've, we've continued to grow ever since. And, you know, it's all still handmade. There's only three of us. I mean, Shred and Butter is a bigger side of the business with, you know, there's 20 of us, but within Butter, there's still uh, myself and Ben Porter that you mm-hmm. must have come with me yeah. to work and work. So he's still with us, and you know, uh, years later, uh, he's here today. So you know, me and him were the chefs of, of the. We still cook every block, 
you know, when we're, we're oh, doing tens of thousands of lots a season, but we still like to keep that handmade side of yeah. things within, within the company, you know, so handmade, hand wrapped, because then we can ensure the quality of every single box going out there, you know, oh, it's our awesome. eyes, it's our hands, it's making it. Yeah. I love the fact you refer to yourself as a chef. You're not. You're not a. You're not a manufacturer. You're a chef of, of the a chef, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Walter White from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Let's um, leave it at that one. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sitting there in the back cooking it up. Um, that was a funny thing. When when we were in my dad's garage, he would put his head around the door and be like, "Just promise me this is legal." <laughs> And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, of course it is, Dad. It's fine. You're coming out of the garage doors, just like, <laughs> as long as it's legal, I'm fine with it. Oh, like, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. And, uh, <laughs> so you, you had your, your original recipe, and then you had a few other yeah. uh, recipes as well. Um, I mean, so uh, do you have like four, four when it was all? You, and then you expanded like, there's five recipes now i mean yep. if you if you wanted yep. to go further in depth we could say there's eight because we do skate and surf as well mm -hmm. but yeah we've just kind of ever since we started with our initial recipe we you know we never stopped developing we never stopped testing we found ourselves in different situations um different conditions um and, and different needs you know we were we quickly picked up as a brand that um you know, we were can-do guys and we wanted to be out there doing oh, uh, want to be out there doing stuff um and we went to you know we'd be at competitions and waxing providers and so um where you know consistency was key where you've got freestyle guys hitting big jumps and things like that so we started playing with graphite um and then obviously we're entering the world of graphite there's so many different ways you can get graphite whether it's refined or whether it's so it comes before it goes through factories and you know so we started playing with things like that we started playing with liquid waxes and so we just found ourselves on this never-ending journey which is how we then and then each part of the journey we go oh that's the recipe that works let's finalize that one but then we continue that journey and, and go a different route with that so um yeah it's it's, it's you know it's but has taken us on a journey. It's, it's developed into the company it has by itself. And we've just kind of followed it along mm. that path, which has been, that's been the funnest part of it. You know, we one minute we're at Bracknell Ski Slope, the next minute we're at Snowdome, the next minute we're in LA in a, in a built jump by Sean White in a Super Bowl stadium with the top 50 riders in the world. The next minute we're in Munich in the middle of the town center at Snowbilt Kicker. The next minute we're in Val d'Azere. And you know, it's, we just, it's like, we're just trying to keep up with it and kind of follow it and let it create, you know, turn into the company it wants to be, you know, which is, oh, that's, that's great. That's, that, uh, it sounds really silly to say it, but I think that's beautiful. I think that's, um, yeah, it, it's you know, a, it it's not like we're following this step-by-step -step plan of, yeah. of how we're creating butter and it's, we've kind of given it no pressure mm. it's you know it was never like let's go out and make money for selling wax it was let's go out and create something and it was more of a way of a lifestyle for us that yeah. it was you know we have such a love for the mountains a love for riding a love for but also the key element was a love for I don't want to. I don't want to be cheesy and say the environment, but it. But it was, and it was. You know, so many people just change their gear so often, and it gets binned. And you go out to the mountains, you see the shed is full of old skis, mm. and you think it's such a waste. And it's because people don't look after their stuff. So we wanted to teach people like, look after your kit; it will last longer. Yeah. You know, you don't need a new ski jacket every year, do you? They last a few years. It's the same as skis. Yeah, well, there's always going to be the people who want to upgrade and stuff. But by looking after your equipment you can make it last and we can protect the planet as much as we can. And, and that was our kind of key message, um, getting out there and showing people, like by all means you can come to a workshop and pay us to do it, but also we'll teach you how to do it and then you can do it yourself. Um, so yeah, it was, it. it was about getting a message out there, I guess. And yeah. the fact it, it turned into a, a, a business that still grows every season still blows my mind. I literally it blows my mind how it's happened and i you know sometimes you have to step out of that call it a bubble you're in and look back at it and go wow that is really cool what where this where we've gone over the last 10 years oh, so. it's, it's amazing I, I love i say the the energy that you kind of give off and your enthusiasm is so infectious and i think yeah. it, i think it's i think it's wonderful and you know one of the yeah. um one of the things that i think uh 
you, you talk about it kind of it's almost like um i think every business is probably like uh somebody's i'll say a child but it feels like this one has its own real character and it, it yeah. is it's almost like the third person in the relationship sort of thing one of the, um, it's just one of the ads yeah, yeah. It's totally it's one of the, it's fabulous. What, one of the things i think is is um and it's part, part of the person you are and the culture that you've developed with um I guess your, your, your team and, and your partners is, and I think this is probably kind of a nice transition into, into a few of the other things, but you obviously you've built a brand, obviously you do wax, but you also do some clothing kind of lifestyle branded, branded stuff as well, which is, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, the London ski show, uh, which uh, <laughs> has its ups and downs, um, you yeah. were always, you were always there. And, uh, but what was interesting about it is you didn't necessarily just have a stand. Do you want to tell everybody uh, who don't know about what you used to do at the London Ski Show? Yeah, well, but, but it relates to that energy that you're yeah. just talking about. Like, when any of these shows, you, you you can't just go there and expect to just sell a product and make money. It's not about that. It's about putting your brand in front of people. If you can make a few quid on the side, great. But go there expecting to make nothing. And that's kind of business. what I always set is our thing. Like, we're not going there to make money. We do, great. But we're going there to make some noise. And that's what it's about. It's about getting in front of people, showing people what we're about, showing, putting the product in people's hands, letting the riders test it, teaching people how to use it. And that's and that's what it was. And we would do that in the weirdest and wackiest ways, you know. Like we had a we had a bus with a stage on the roof and we'd have music going and we'd do live demos and we'd do competitions and we'd just bring people together. And like I said, that lifestyle that we created around the brand, we wanted to offer that to everyone else. You know, we wanted it, we wanted if you if you are using our product, you're part of the family, you know, you're part of this journey that we've all been on. And that's what's key for us yeah. because we are, you know, you've got to have that love mm. always for when you're working or within a brand like this, you've got to love it. And you, you create love around a product by bringing people together. Oh, um, that's really, I, I kind of want to reach out and just give you a hug. I mean, just that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. But as, you know, there were so many people that said to me at the start, when, you know, I remember meeting people at the start of this, you know, when we created about that, like, are you not going to make any money out of selling wax? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think you've got me wrong. I'm not here to make money. I'm here to be within a, an industry that I care about. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I have to work, 90 hours a week by having two full-time jobs so I can do this and so be it because it's not about being a business it's about opportunities and going places mm. and just and, and connecting with people yeah and that's and still what we do today you know still we still do the shows we'll still you'll still find us at a snow dome waxing skis mm-hmm. you know we haven't lost the love for that the, the roots of where we started you know yeah because that's awesome. very close. Uh, so you obviously uh, i mean uh, we'll, we'll uh, jump on to uh, the transition to um, to, to butter and uh, butter and uh, buses in a second but yeah you know you obviously have this drive which is fantastic and these these ideas and this inspiration has that always been something that you've you've had is have you did somebody spark you has there been uh, influential people that have kind of helped you along your journey i'm quite interested to find out whether you know how that's how 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 the gym of today has come to be do you know what i think that you might have just asked me a, the first ever question that might stump me a little bit <laughs> because i don't i don't know like i've got i you know i've got two older brothers who have been a big influence in my life you know they're older than me and i've always watched that you know they're in filmography and photography and you know, my dad's always been a great businessman and, like, they've always been driven. And I've always looked up to all of those three, like, figures in my life. I'm a mum, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to leave my mum out. But, you know, but but I think it was... I, do you know what? I, I worked in mechanics from 16. I didn't do the university. I, worked, I went to work and I, I worked for nine and a half years and I found myself 
in a position where I was about to get my 10 year watch at a company at the age of 24, 25. And I was like, this wasn't meant to happen. This was not how it was supposed to be. And I was like, I've got to just take that sidestep. And that's why I just went to the mountains and I just fell in love. I was just like, this is me. This is where I need to create who I'm going to be. And I suppose that's it. It was just, I was super lucky and fortunate in life to find that thing that made me feel like the person I am. And that was the love for the mountains and a love for everything around the mountains. And so then to, you know, to, to, to carry that into the business and, and keep moving forward with it is that's, I guess that's it. It's snow. It's a simple answer to that is snow. <laughs> no there's nothing wrong with that um and uh so i mean i think that's 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 lovely i mean obviously this year few of any of us got a chance to go skiing and see see snow but aside from if it landed yeah. in the, but hopefully next year hopefully next year um yeah. one of the things yeah. Was, yeah one of the things i was kind of interested in as well is um so uh currently obviously you have um you, you, your adventures are taking you in terms of of automotive let's use the term automotive but um at the ski show uh, as you mentioned beforehand you had this giant bus school bus really wasn't and you had uh, it was all kind of decked out on the inside stage up top and i think you kind of i'm going to say um got known for that level of of, say, of creativity you know there's the big yeah. yellow bus and everything like that um and is that kind of, I mean, I say you like to turn your hand to most things involved with, um, you know, mechanics and everything like that. Is that where the spark started to move, transition into to where you are now? And can you talk us through that? Are Again, you that was like this accidental path of life. So obviously during the winters in, in Bow, I'd be snowboarding and during the summers, people build. And I started turning my hands a bit of carpentry working in chalets because that's you know that's what you do in the summer in the mountains because I, I didn't want to ever leave I went there for six months I left four years later do you know what I mean it was like <laughs> I didn't ever want to go home in the summer I was like I'm staying I'm working I don't want to leave the mountain so and that, and then so when I came back and we, we were running butter back here we, we started working alongside a lot of other brands mm -hmm. we started you know, brands come together within this industry you know we, you start working with people like O'Neill uh, you know, we did things like Shoreditch Showdown. We were collabing with, you know, Animal doing, a, you know, brand takeovers at Snow Domes. And we just started working with brands. Mm -hmm. And that's when we were like, you know, we were doing, we were also doing work for them, helping them with designs and packaging and getting to market and sales and things like that from what we've learned. Because we were just offering, we wanted to offer what we've learned to other people in startups. And, and that's when my accountant said, listen, this is getting confusing because you've got wax and then you've got everything else that you're doing like what so it was like okay well let's let's create a, an agency almost called shred and but and we wanted to keep people in the know that it was us so that's mm. where we keep butter in there shred you shred the snuff like it was shred and butter like mm. rolled off the tongue it was nice yeah. and that's when shred, shred and butter was created and that's again taken on this journey because, you know, it was at Shoreditch Showdown where I was with Jan, the marketing manager from O'Neill. And he was like, I want to create a tour bus. And okay. um, he, like, admittedly, we'd had a few drinks. And uh, that's okay. Jack O'Neill, who started his brand in the 50s, I've got a picture of it above my desk here because it's a big influence for me. But he built his first surf shop in his dad's garage. And I started in my dad's garage. So it's like, wow, that's powerful. But he made it all out of driftwood. And yeah, me and Yam were like, let's build a bus and do the interior straight out of reclaimed woods. And let's go on a mad tour. And we'll take butter, we'll take on it, we'll take a surf team, and we'll make video content. And we had, and we did it. And we had the time of our lives. And it was just epic. We built a full reclaimed interior bus, bunk beds, and we just went and again created noise around our brands at festivals and beaches and events and that's what we did and it was that bus that then has led to the fact that i've got about 70 buses out there that <laughs> one brand saw it, who built a bus and it was like shred and butter so then we built a bus for one piece and then we built a bus for casio and then we built a bus for lucas and then we built a bus and it was just this bus but and it was and it, and it was like someone at lucas was like oh can you build me a camper van 
I was like, well, yeah, of course we can. So then we built a camper van, and then we, that person saw that camper van, and it's just, you know, this, yeah, bam, this, you know, it's just led wow. to this whole other. So it was never meant to be automotive. It was, it, it's gone that way, but we still also, you know, O'Neill's been one of the contracts we've had from the start. I've literally just got off a FaceTime with Jan, <laughs> making some wooden block O'Neill branded, like, square, like, it's not just automotive. We do shop fits, we do mm. racking, we do, we just, we still just work with brands mm. as whatever you want, really. Um, yeah. But it's ended that in our vehicles. Because you I mean you've done stuff for uh, I mean as we're having doing a bit of research for this obviously you stuff with like Nando's and GoPro and all these other people as well I think you've, you've yeah. so if you uh, was it Nando's you did a um, like a, a mobile restaurant type thing or is it is, it, is that right Yeah like a, a catering truck that goes off and we've got that outside here we've got three of them mm -hmm. um, so we you know we'll build promo trucks I'm out that window I've got two Puma trucks. Yeah. Um, we, so, know, so, I think we, I think we can hear somebody doing some building right now. <laughs> yeah, I do not know whether you can hear that bang. I don't even yeah. know where it's gone. <laughs> That's all right. Um, it adds to the character of it. So so yeah. um, so so with something like the um, let's just jump on the Nando's jump on the Nando's truck. Um, uh, so will you do the entire fitting? I mean, in terms of the yeah. obviously you do the interior, but will you do all the electrics and all that sort of stuff as well? Or how does that uh, yeah, work? Start, start to finish. You know, start, we'll do everything all the metal work electrics plumbing vinyl wraps we you know with certain things we get done so i work really closely with a friend of mine who's got a vinyl wrap company so mm -hmm. he'll do the wrap but we've got painters on site we've got carpenters plumbers electricians um you know we, we could pretty much do anything down this farm so wow that's amazing yeah so um and, and in terms of that so is, of the current projects you've done which one do you uh i'm going to ask you two things here one is which is the one that uh, you're most proud of? And secondly, is which is the one that is your favorite? Because I think they could probably be two different things. So I think the proudest one mm. kind of links to something you mentioned earlier with the Channel 4 program for Johnny Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, I've, got, I've got a habit of buying random stuff. Right. <laughs> okay. It's one. Of, if you come here one day, you'll see. Yeah, no, definitely. When the weather's better. I mean. For yeah, people, yeah, hundred percent. For people who don't know, the weather today is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I came across this rusty old American bus, and I just looked at it, and it was like, "That is beautiful." And I got in contact with the guy, and, and he he needed some. He didn't know what to do with it. He inherited it from a guy that passed away who had lived in it in just two hours down the road from here. But he was like, I promised I would do something with it. Mm -hmm. So I said, he said, if you've got to promise me that you'll do something with it. And I said, I will, I, I will, but I don't know what, and I don't know when. And mm -hmm. we did a deal and I, I took it. And it was only a two months later that Channel 4, or the production company got in touch with me and said, we're doing this show with Johnny Vegas about he's bringing a bus to Malta and we need some other people to get involved. Can we bring him down to see what you've got? And he, he saw it and was like, wow, that's super cool. And then we turned it into the, a beautiful camper van. And we, it, the reason I'm kind of proud of it is because this backstory of it, this guy, Larry had shipped it in from Canada and he'd lived in it and he was a real eccentric guy. <laughs> and we, like weirdly like we found an old pack of negatives on the bus and i had them developed and i found pictures of larry that i confirmed with barry the guy we got it from and we gave him like we did a wall dedicated to larry with all the stuff we found in it in the bus oh, wow. and like since the program's come out one of larry's best friends called me got in touch with me and was like you've just made me cry because i've just seen what you did i'm getting all fuzzy now and we had, I had a Zoom chat with her, me, her and Johnny, and we heard, we found out all about Larry and we filmed it. And we've, she was like, you've done, you would have made him so proud. He died on the bus. 
he lived on that bus for 25 years and passed oh. away on the bus. And she, the lady, had his dog at her feet during that call, like she took on his dog and he, the dog lived on the bus as well. And it was just like, I knew for some reason when I bought that, that there was just gonna be this amazing journey and there was a reason I had to buy it, but I didn't know why. I was just like, I've got to buy that. And it's turned into a beautiful story. And it it's it was the type of bus that probably would have been crushed by anyone else. Mm. And we gave it another lease of life. And that's like, it's made me feel really good. And it's just for other people, it's just a bus. But for mm. a lot of people, that was actually a memory of a, of a guy. And we've kind of done that justice. So those moments make you kind of go, we're not, again, we're not just a business making money. We're actually creating, and that's now, that bus is on a campsite in Yorkshire and it's fully booked for the whole summer and loads of families are going to make memories on that bus and have holidays after a horrible year of a pandemic. And like, again, you kind of feel like you've, you've put that out there and it's a real nice thing to do. It's not just another bill for another brand. It's going to create people's happy holidays so that would probably be the proudest it would almost also be one of my favorites i'm not gonna lie um but there's like i the other favorite i don't i do you know what i don't know fair enough i've got many favorites many many favorites <laughs> i guess one of the other favorites for me i did a I did a bus journey with my wife from LA to Tahoe in an American school bus, which my friend owned. And it was that journey that made me want to buy an American school bus. And we shit once we shit one in because we were like, this is epic. And we turned it into our camper van before, and we had it before our baby was born. And that's now sitting on a farm in Wales. And it's also one of my favorites because it's led to us importing American buses. So can you just, because I'm sure people are going to, ask because that, that was my next question is first of all how the hell do you import a bus i mean obviously it doesn't come over on an airplane it comes over on a ship but i mean do do uh do you like like do you just know. get to get in touch with local school district kind of go listen do you have anything going or no do you know what well, this was the thing the first time i did it i did it totally blind and it was the hardest thing i've ever done because you just <laughs> it, it, you think I'm like that though. I'll just like, let's do it, see what happens. And it, you know, it works, it happens. And then the paperwork is a nightmare. But but now we've got a system where I've got certain guys out in the States that will sell us buses, mainly one guy actually, who works for a huge bus company and he'll deliver it to the port for me. He'll get it on a boat and I've got another agent who will pay the boat and pay all my taxes. <laughs> so then I pick it up from Southampton and it's ready to go. We've simplified the really difficult thing by bringing some people together to kind of create an import sort of thing. So, um, yeah, so that it's it's actually, once you've done it once, it's easier. Yeah. It, but yeah. the first time was an absolute nightmare. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the thing. So, but now from doing it ourselves, we can now, you know, we've got 22 of them out here. Um, where we turn them into sort of catering trucks, camper van, and most of them are tiny homes. Um, so, you know, again, we've created like an opportunity for people to have an American school bus because we'll bring them in. Yeah. Out of interest, I mean, uh, without, you know, is what sort of, um, what sort of price range do you end up looking at? I recognize everything's custom. So, um, but, you know, are we talking, you know, 150,000? Are we talking, you know? No, I mean, I can, a 2010 bus, which is 10, you know, 10, 10, 11 years old with a hundred thousand miles in the car will, will cost you 16, 17 grand. Wow. And then a conversion is whatever you want. What do you want? Yeah. 10 grand, 20 grand, 30, 40, 50, 60. You, you could spend as much as you like. Mm. There is no average. There is no lower yeah. amount. There is no higher amount. So. Yeah. And, so. and in terms of, um, uh, I mean, I, I can comprehend the, the, the building out and everything like that and then it, it sits on uh, on a campsite you know I, I can understand that but in terms of actually the locomotion of them, the movement the engines and all that sort of stuff um I, I mean do you have to get them mot certified and we had to get them yeah, moved the, around? The, the minute they arrive we give them a service we get them up to mot standards we mot them we register them with dvla so you when someone takes on it's got a year's mot and a logbook and the uk plates so we do we handle all that side of things 
That's incredible. But this is the, this is the, so this is the thing though. Like so many people say to me now, who had just come here for the like for for the build societies and go, where does the name Shred and Butter come from? <laughs> and it's like you have to go back ten years to explain and it's like it's such a hard thing to explain it's almost like anyone that's gonna ask me that question i'm now just gonna show them this video yeah no, that's fine that's <laughs> great yeah Watch please that. please You're do like, <laughs> because it's you know because it, it means it means nothing unless they know us and the product mm. but obviously still is a product that's still out there and we still grow it every year but if you come here for a vehicle shred and butter is like what's that like? so it's but on the funny flip side people ask that question but on the flip side it's also quite good because it's a conversation starter about your brand and kind of where it comes from so it gives you more opportunity to have that to, to have that conversation with people whereas you kind of go yeah yeah you, you know need, if you, you need half an hour you yeah. need half an hour to explain <laughs> the company name <laughs> you know buses are us people go, oh i get it it's, in it's the not name. like oh it's it's mine and ben's surname or it's yeah. mine but it's not like that it's like oh hang on it alan let's make a cup of tea and <laughs> <laughs> sit down strap yeah. in yeah here we go yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome that's brilliant so um you uh and uh did do did i understand correctly that you have a few that you rent you rent out as well so people wanted to take take uh you know experience bus life that they can yeah so you know, we have uh the campsite in yorkshire that we did for carry on glamping mm -hmm. where we have four five vehicles up there now so you can go and stay on the campsite. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, Brexfold Farm. It's mm -hmm. called the Field of Dreams. It's, full, it's, um, it's fully booked this summer, unfortunately, but yeah. you know, please check it out. It's amazing. And you can go and stay on like an old fire truck. You can stay on an old American bus. You can stay on a Maltese bus, a Morris Minor Snail. Oh yeah, that there. one's really cool, yeah. And, and there's a French Citroen that has like a separated middle with an outdoor decking area, so. Um, and then we've got another bus on another site in Lincolnshire, which mm -hmm. sleeps sick, American school bus. Um, and then we went with a brand called Dino Ski. Yeah. might have come across yep. them in his, and they've kind of created a set. Again, it's like another a, a way of adapting, but they've got the brand Dino Ski, which is the suits and things. And then they've got Raw Some Adventures. And they literally came yesterday and bought their third American school bus. Wow. And they have them as so you know as a family you can go away and stay on the bus but they create like an adventure around it so you, you go and do archery and you, you not know, inside the bus because there's not a lot of space inside the no, bus no, no, no. <laughs> and you can go like have surf lessons and, and oh, things cool. like that and they create like this whole adventure around uh, the holiday so that's you know again working on projects like that it's it's weird how these links still keep coming back to the snow industry, but then from an outside, it's nothing to do with it. But it's yeah, yeah it's weird. There's kind of this golden thread that kind of goes through it all, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. You oh, know, brilliant. Um, so um, as we as we as we sit here and we stand here, so uh, obviously you don't necessarily know where the company's going to go, or <laughs> the brand or anything like that. But do do you you know? Uh, It'll I, tell me. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say is that you you kind of you epitomize the brand itself in terms of saying it's a lifestyle, you know, which I think is wonderful, but is there, uh, is there, is there uh, a vision of some sort that you, you want to try to fulfill? Is it, is it perhaps taking some buses back to the Alps? Is it, um, you know, doing a, um, a tour like that? Is it, you know, um, stepping away from the business and letting somebody else take things on? What, what, you know, do you have a, a vision that you're, you're looking to fulfill? I could probably answer that in, uh, differently every day for the next week. This is the thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, from a butter side of things, we, you know, like you said earlier, the company becomes your child, you know, but that butter that is one of us. And we just want to give it whatever it needs mm -hmm. to keep it out there so that people can still enjoy it with us. Mm -hmm. There is no plan. The, the, every year is different you know we've got ski shows this year there's london and there's birmingham there's going to be things happening uh how and what we do there still unsure just depending on how the world goes mm -hmm. um but as long as we keep giving it the respect it deserves we're happy with that and we'll just keep slowly getting that brand out there to more and more people if we can
oh, with shred and butter. Um, you know, <laughs> I love the idea of one day having my own campsite with vehicles and and animals and it you know as I got older in life and I've started a family you know there is an element of me where I couldn't go and live on a bus on an O'Neill surf tour for six months because <laughs> I'm exhausted already do you know what I mean like, I do want to find a way to start slowing life down yeah you know I've lived a, a full life and been to many countries and traveled through work and had an amazing time and one of my focuses is now for my my daughter to create a fun life for her. Mm-hmm. So that's a big, big thing that I want to kind of plan for, um, which hopefully my business will enable us to do that as a family. You know? oh, um, I love it. But yeah, but there is no, there is no, that's, that's what I want or mm-hmm. that's what I'm going for. It's, it's just a bunch of feelings that will come together as a plan, I guess. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's fine. That's how it is. That's that's fine. So, um, I mean, uh, we'll probably pick this up uh, and we'll probably chat about this uh, an, another time as well. But you and I were thinking about uh, perhaps uh, utilizing the, the, the butter name and some other things, perhaps come to the competition, which we can kind of get some people involved with and everything like that. But so uh, we should probably tell people to stay stay tuned for that at some point. But uh, yeah. definitely think it'd be, be great to, to, to do that as well. Um, yeah. So um, I, I, a I, uh, I, few, few last questions for you then. Um, going through this process so far, um, I wondered what, uh, who do you think would be an interesting person for, for, for us, for Legend of the Brand to chat to or to interview? Oh, based around snow sports or just based around brands? You can choose. I think there's one guy that I've been working with recently who's he's a he is a legend, right? His name's John, and he's got a company called Brooklyn Brownies. Okay. Right? And they make the world's best brownie. And we've just built him an American ambulance into a brownie wagon. Really? He's a Mr. T, he's a Mr. T impersonator. And so he's he's he is a legend absolute legend and he's it's a father and son business beautiful backstory that i won't mention of because i think it would be a great one for you to talk to if you wanted to oh, brilliant no, sounds good. Well, so and i could happily put you in touch that um, and, and i mentioned them already but even the the sort of the guys around the dino ski brand you know they've again become such an interesting group of people to follow and watch them you know they were telling me yesterday they've got raw some brews they're making beer really it's just like again it's just this amazing story how you you start a brand but it takes you on a journey and it's bizarre sometimes where it goes yeah so wanted a, a another brain baffling like how did that go to that they'd be a great one to talk to. cool all right good i'm gonna uh, hitch up for some context on that so what i like to do is as i wrap up and as we tend to do uh ask all my my guests these uh last same three questions and so my first my last three questions is um if somebody had to take away a um a sentence a word a phrase that encapsulates uh butter or shredded butter as um as, as a brand what would that be do you know what? I, I don't actually know i mean butter's Butter became uh, a name, and then we were always the free ride freestyle collective because we were a collective of people from that sort of uh, format of the industry. You know, free riders, freestylers, just out there using the mountain for fun. You know, so that's and that's the kind of important message around that. It's for everyone collectively, whoever you are. Um, Shred and butter. Oh, I don't know. Our, our little tagline <laughs> under the, the brand is custom creative spaces. But that mm-hmm. only actually appeared on our logo a year ago when we had a bit of a kind of change up in our styling and branding. Um, 
you know, is, and that's because it just relates to what we're doing now. But it is, again, it's a collective of, of people and brands that have come together, you know, realistically, I, I am the brands and the people I work with. Without them, I'm just a guy with a load of tools and a load <laughs> of stuff. So, um, a lot of toys. Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> cool. Um, um, collective be the one word I'd pick for everything. Collective. Collective. I like that. Yeah. Um, now, normally I tend to ask, what would you like your snow sport legacy to be? But obviously it's kind of slightly different. So um, what would you like your your legacy to be, perhaps your business legacy to be? I don't know. Oh, see, I think I've, I've stumped you a couple of times in this one. You have, you have. And I'm normally so good at just being like, bam, this is why I think. I think the thing I would always want people to do, like, it's, 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 take, just jump in the two feet sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just the only reason I am doing what I'm doing is because I just went for it and took some risks. And but I didn't set my sight on something. It was just like, just try some stuff and see what happens. Mm. If it works, great. If it doesn't, try something else. Really? If that works, yeah. not try something else. Just, just, I was in a, from 16 to 26, I suddenly found myself where I, life had just whizzed me past far too fast. Mm. And I hadn't enjoyed it. Well, I, you know, I enjoyed it, but as in, it's like, that yeah. wasn't meant to happen. So, whereas now I feel like for the last 12 years, everything was so definitely meant to happen. So, Try and find that for yourself. Cool. And my final question is, um, it can't, you may have answered this already beforehand because we kind of we touched on um, uh, uh, the, the chap from the Brownie Company. But um, as an individual, who do you think a legend of a brand is and why? Well, another another legend. Who's another legend from yeah, another? Again, it doesn't have to be snow sport or it doesn't have to, but who do you think? So like, for example, some people might say like Steve Jobs, you know, um, or Richard Branson, for example. Obviously those are yeah. kind of up there, but you know, you might turn around and say, you know, we've had some people say like Alberto Tomba epitomizes a brand. Um, but yeah. uh, so I'll, I'll pass it back to you and say, who do you think an individual uh, is? Like again, and, and, and this might, some people might find quite controversial, but, um, you know, Sean White is, in my mind, a legend. And some people don't like the journeys he's taken. I mean, he's actually, here, look at that. There's a block of wax he signed for me. That's awesome. 2015. That's cool. But, you know, he, again, he's got Sean White Industries. And he's gone out on this journey of, of skating, snowboarding, music. He's in a, he has a band. Then he created his own big air like competition series that goes LA, Beijing, Innsbruck. Like is he is he coming to trouble? Yeah, he's kind of he's just got fingers in pies, but they're pies that make him happy. And it's yeah. just different things to go and do and try. So he's a legend for doing that, for going mm. off and just trying it. Some people sort of don't think that's what he should do. Why are you skating or why are you going off in a band? But it's because he enjoys it. So mm. he's another, you know, again, I'm, I, I've met him many times and his mum, his mum really? used, used to wax his board with old engine oil. Like me and her have chatted at length. I've got a picture of me with the, my arm around him. Oh, that's so hilarious. I, love it. Um, but I, you know, I, I think he's brilliant. I think he's yeah. amazing. And it, every oh. time I see him, he's happy. That's, that's, good. that's okay. If you're not happy, something's wrong. Change it. Oh, love it. Yeah. Love it. Listen, I have to say, I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, our chat today on so many different levels. Uh, it's been such a long time since we, we've connected, but I'm so pleased we have. Yeah. And uh, I'm so pleased for your uh, personal success, for the brand success, for the journey that you're going on. And um, you just seem so happy, so comfortable, so confident sharing your story. And I think it's wonderful and I'm, I'm so happy for you. So, and I'm, I really feel touched they've had the chance to chat today. And uh, hopefully yeah. people who are listening and watching get, get that vibe as well. And if people want to know just, more about I, you I, or... Add to that a little bit. And, and that's the thing, you know, we've all been through a tough year. We all have with this pandemic. And, yeah. you know, I myself am actually sort of was, was shielded because I'm vulnerable. We don't need to go into that wide. But I love 
looking at all the positives from this year and you know i've had like ultimate family time and i've connected with so many people that i haven't done for so long and it's i almost feel like it was a it was my take on it was it was like a kick in the ass to go and connect with some people mm. and that's what i want to continue doing so yeah. it's been awesome to talk to you because in a different world we might not have spoken for another yeah. 10 years yeah no that's so, true great you know no, it's brilliant. Well, thank you very much. And to say, if, if people want to know more about you, want to know about more about the brands, everything like that, how do they find out about you? Where can they, where can they find out? Hit Instagram. I think yeah. uh, I could say website and things like that, but I, I think an Instagram is a good, almost weekly update of what we're doing and when and why. And, you know, it's a fun way of connecting. Um, that's probably the best bit. Or come down and see me. Cool. Anyone's welcome down here. I, I love getting people down, showing them around. That's kind of become my job now. He's showing people about. So come <laughs> hang out. Come yeah, hang out. Like, you have like a blue fun. umbrella. Walk people around. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, this year is absolutely chucking it down oh, here at the minute. Well, well, we'll put up all the links and everything like that. And uh, say so after this, we'll uh, next couple of days, something like that. When we're, we'll uh, we'll put together a bit of a, I think, be kind of a fun thing, perhaps to use on Instagram in terms of uh, perhaps using uh, some stickers and all that sort of stuff and get people involved yeah. and say, get them uh, part of your family, part of your community as well. So uh, I think it would be great stuff. Yeah. Let's do a big competition with some wax and t-shirts and caps or something like that. And we'll, we'll get some prizes to some people and get them, get them using some butter. Cool. That's lovely. Brilliant. Well, I tell you, thank you very much. I'll let you go and um, get back to work or something like that or whatever you yeah. have to do but um in the in the cold yeah <laughs> brilliant all right jim well thank you very much for everything and uh we'll sh i'm sure we'll speak soon well, listen, you, uh, give me a, give me a call soon and then come down and see the art will do sounds good cheers cheers phil see ya bye-bye right. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Legends of the Brand. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Listen, drop us an email at info at legendsofthebrand.com. That's info at legendsofthebrand.com if you'd like to reach out and get in touch. And make sure to check out the show notes also at all the W's at legendsofthebrand.com. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.